Eye on the Hill 2023. Special coverage on Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. All right, welcome back to Inside Sources. Marty Carpenter sitting in today for Boyd Matheson. And, you know, there's been uh, this time of year, it's just muscle memory for me uh, that the uh, session's going on. And that's uh, that's just what's dominated the January, February, and early March of my life for the past, oh, I don't know, decade and a half. And uh, there's so much going on up there. And they had a busy couple of opening weeks and I uh, wanted to check in and, and see, you know, hey, we got past the first wave of some bills and what's on tap because a lot has to get done in just 45 days up on Utah's Capitol Hill. Uh, we're joined today by the Speaker of the House, Brad Wilson, who is a uh, representative covering the Kaysville, Farmington area and uh, as uh, Speaker of the House now for his fifth session. Speaker Wilson, thanks so much for uh, being with us today and taking some time away from all the activity on the Hill to talk with us. You, you bet, Marty. It's good to be with you on a Friday afternoon. And uh, you know, you and I share the fact that the January, February, March, the last decade and a half has been dominated by this work up here. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't know about you, but my body clock has thrown a little bit off because the session started seemingly so much earlier. I was looking at some Facebook memories, and and uh, it, it pointed out to me that uh, you know several years back now, we were still finalizing the governor's state of the state on January 27th. And here we are almost two weeks in. So I, I think that's a good thing, but it, it's just throwing me <laughs> off a little bit. How about you? Yeah, yeah. well, it's good. We like to get it started. We start a week earlier now than we used to, but the nice thing is we get done a week earlier. Yeah, so. and this is almost as early as it can start based on the way that it starts the Tuesday yeah. following yeah. Martin Luther King Day. So, hey, busy yeah. first uh, couple of weeks. I guess congratulations on making it through uh, the first two weeks and everything's still intact. But, uh, you, you know, the House started off with a bill around uh, school choice, and and that was talked about a lot. I feel like that got a lot of coverage. So what I would actually like to ask you about is the the element of that that didn't seem to get quite as much coverage, and that was a, an increase in compensation for Utah's teachers. And this is every teacher and the money going directly to the teachers. And I wonder if you could just tell us a little bit about why that was important to you personally and why that was important to members of your caucus. You bet. Uh, it is something that hasn't been talked about enough, and uh, our teachers are the most important resource we have in our schools to teach our children, and we know that. Uh, we have actually, with the passage of um, the, the uh, school choice bill, uh, it also had a, the largest teacher raise in the history of the state uh, as part of that. And uh, uh, we've also increased uh, already student funding uh, in the weighted pupil unit three and a half percent. So more money has gone into public education this year than ever. And we're not done. We'll be investing more money in public education and it'll be a, a great year for our schools. And, and they need it uh, for sure. But uh, we have, Marty, um, uh, I, I'm a son of a school teacher. I have two sisters that are school teachers, and and we're really blessed to have have the great folks we have teaching our kids. But one of the unfortunate realities is, 42% of those that enter the teaching profession leave it within the first five years, and our rural districts are hit uh, even harder uh, with that turnover. And we just have to do better. We have to make a teaching career more desirable make it a place that people want to stay, make a career out of it. And uh, compensation is a major reason why uh, they're not able or not wanting to do that right now. It's not the only reason, but it's a major reason. And so making a meaningful investment in teacher salaries uh, is something that we've done this session in, in ways that is unprecedented. And, 
and uh, we'll keep working on it uh, up here at the Capitol. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. So that was one big issue that uh, took up most of the first two weeks, and now that that one is on its way to the governor's desk, you get to turn your attention, not that your attention was not on this uh, beforehand, but you know the, the full house gets to sort of turn its attention to other things, a couple that I want to talk to you about, taxes and water. So when you opened up the session in your address uh, to the body, you, you talked about, hey, get ready for more historic tax cuts. This is following a couple of years now where we've cut taxes as a state. So maybe you could give us some insight on what does the House have in mind specifically uh, for, for tax cuts and, uh, and, and how are you going to go about that? Yeah, well, you know, lawmakers have an interesting choice. When state revenues grow, they can choose to spend all that money and grow programs and grow government, and and sometimes there's a need for some of that. Or we can choose to cut taxes. And so we've we've made a decision over the last few years to make meaningful reduction in taxes. Uh, You know, just a few years ago, we were talking about a historic tax cut of $160 million, but... Uh, in the past uh, three years, we've cut taxes $325 million, and we've already set aside $400 million for additional tax cuts this year, and uh, and it might even be bigger, bigger than that. So next week, we will start moving into uh, real tax reduction uh, discussions between the House and the Senate, and uh, nice thing is uh, when we do this, which I'm confident we will, and we don't know exactly what form it's going to take, which taxes we'll be cutting. But when when these go into effect, uh, Utahns will be keeping more of their hard-earned money and be able to spend it on the things they want to. Well, water is the other topic I think a lot of people have top of mind. Our last segment, we talked with Gene Shawcroft, the river commissioner and the head of the Colorado River Authority of Utah, about the wet winter we've had so far and why it's uh, a good thing, but not enough of a thing so far. I know you have taken up the Great Salt Lake and restoring health to the Great Salt Lake as as a real uh, primary issue for you, one you've really been a champion of. I wonder if you know if you could go back uh, a year or so when the Great Salt Lake sort of be, started to become an issue you were focused on. Uh, if you would have guessed that by this time in the calendar, it would have become so sort of widely adopted as, yes, that's something we have to to really prioritize, not just, I think, from legislators, but from the general public seeming to to grasp onto that and, and be following your lead on it. Yeah, well, I think we're all trying to lead on it as much as we can. It's been one of the most interesting policy areas I've worked in up here. Um, and what I mean by that is uh, almost regardless of where I go, 
people want to talk about the Great Salt Lake. And so the awareness across the state is significant. And um, we're united, I think, to make sure that we protect it for a lot of different reasons. Um, and we don't probably want to reiterate all those today, but it's critical for our state that we do that. And we've made great, great progress, um, more investment in water conservation over the last year than we've seen in the state's history. And I'm confident that this year we will uh, eclipse that in terms of the things we're going to do on water investment, conservation investment as a state. Uh, you are right, though. One wet winter uh, is not going to wash this problem away for us. No pun intended. Uh, we've got uh, to take the long view on this and keep keep putting in place conservation programs and ensure that the water we're conserving makes it to the Great Salt Lake. Um, and I, I will also just say it's easy to just talk about the Great Salt Lake, but we've got water uh, challenges across across Utah. Washington County uh, is an area that we've uh, got to be very concerned about. We're going to be making some large investments in Washington County this year to help them with some of their water challenges there. And, you know, the list just kind of goes on and on. It's interesting. We're the second driest state in the country, uh, but the fastest growing. Those two things are tricky to manage together. They don't leave us much room for error. And uh, we're, I think, very aggressively trying to make sure we do the right things. Well, we're two weeks down, about five weeks or so to go. We wish you the best of luck as you uh, continue to try to keep things moving up there and get that important legislation passed, and, and we appreciate your uh, insight on how things are moving along at the House. Are you still feeling energized, or, you know, it's Friday. You'd be forgiven if it was like, oh, I'm ready for the weekend. But uh, <laughs> you're still feeling good overall about, uh, you know, the pace of the session? Yeah, you know, um, we, and I, I don't know how to convey this in a way that, uh, just to express it, we are so fortunate to have the people that take time out of their careers and their families and come up here and serve for 45 days and then go back to their lives. Um, they're just really, really good people doing things for the right reasons. But it's been a busy couple of weeks. Uh, I just had a little shot of caffeine to hopefully get me <laughs> through the end of the day. <laughs> well, best of luck making it to the end of the day, and uh, we'll check in with you again as the session moves along. Speaker of the House, Brad Wilson, thank you so much for taking some time with us. Thanks, Marty. All right, coming up, hour number two, more of Inside Sources. Stay with us. Salt Lake City. Listen on the KSL News Radio app and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news.